Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How's it going? Welcome to Sippin' on a 40. My name's Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Do yourself a favor and get the Nux Misconduct Network. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Make your hockey life a little bit better. Three shows with one swipe, one tap. Your Canucks. Last night. Yes, last night. This episode coming, coming a day late. Coming a day after. The Canucks beat the San Jose Sharks in San Jose to end their little California swing with five. Yes, five of six points. That's pretty amazing. Hey, are the Canucks good? I think they are. (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. They're not getting lucky. They're playing better than the other team. A lot better. They deserve six points. On this little road trip, okay? They did. But they'll have to take five. The Vancouver Canucks are a good team. Does that mean playoffs? Playoffs? I don't know. This shit is tough. The NHL is tough. You got you got to believe that the Central will pick it up. Other teams will pick it up. The Canucks will have to continue to be good if they want Playoffs? They will. And remember, when you trade first-round picks, when you spend to the cap, you got to make the playoffs. And the Canucks, hey, this is what? Their their second-best start when you look at a a little 14-game swing here. Their second-best start ever in franchise history. This version of the Canucks. Unbelievable. Last night at the Shark Tank, I'll be straight up, I barely watched the game. And when I say barely, I watched five minutes of the game. Okay, I watched five minutes. It was hard. I was at a party last night, a a rock star theme party, okay? People were dressed up like rock stars. Shout out to to Fijians out there, man. Shout out to Hindus. We were throwing a fucking rock star theme party. Shout out to Canada. Unbelievable. Great times, great music. The game, the hockey game, the 7 o'clock one, was on at the same time as UFC. And since hockey, it's not a staple to the majority, even in Canada, parts of Canada, maybe maybe I was just hanging out with the wrong people yesterday, you know? (laughs) Maybe I was. They didn't want to watch the game. They wanted to watch UFC. So, you know, I believe I saw the Pedersen goal. And then I saw, then I saw nothing. I missed the Sutter one to make it one nothing. I saw the two nothing goal by EP40. And then I saw nothing other than the condensed highlights the day after. And some tweets. I looked at some tweets too. Look, look, the Canucks, they're, they're impressing a lot of people. They, they're impressing the league. They are. And and some people out there are talking about how October was was fairly easy when it comes to who the Canucks played. 
one of the easier schedules in the league to start things off. And if you and if you look at who they did play, yeah, for sure. Bad teams, Detroit twice, LA twice. Bad teams. And now things are about to get a little bit more intense, okay? Uh, according to Taj, he's he's the guy that gets mentioned the most on this podcast. Whether you hate him, whether you love him, he is the most consistent, yes, most consistent and polarizing figure on Canucks Twitter. Taj just tweeted this out, okay? Canucks play 19 games in 39 days from November 12th to December 21st. They play the Preds twice, the Stars twice, the Knights twice, the Pens twice, the Oilers twice. You want to put the Oilers? Oh man, are the Oilers are the Oilers a scary team? The standings say so. I don't know. I don't Drysaddle is dangerous. McDavid is dangerous. Are those guys playing 40 minutes a game? Because if so, yes, the, the Oilers are elite. If those guys are playing 40 minutes a game. Okay, they play the Oilers twice. Twice They play the Canes, the Avs, the Caps, the Leafs, the Sabres, the Habs, the Flyers, once again the Sharks, and then the Sens. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tougher part of the schedule, right? You got the Knights, the Preds, damn, Penguins twice. The Canes, who are probably the best team in the Eastern Conference. The Avs, who are the best team in the Western Conference. Say what you want about the Leafs. They're good. Sabres are hot. Capitals, champions. I know they won two years ago, but they something lingers from that team. They ooze confidence. It's going to be tough. And now the test, the test is right in front of them. Now, will the Canucks be able to pass this test? Stay consistent. Stay good. I think so. I think so. I think they got the makeup. Not, not just with the roster, but with the, with the confidence. From a guy like Elias Pettersson, that shit oozes. Throughout the roster, EP40 is on, he's on an absolute tear. He's getting people drunk again. It also looks like Hughes won't be, lo- won't be out for a long time. You look at the Canucks goaltending, you look at Thatcher Demko and his stats. Markstrom, Demko, yeah, that's a, that's a top 10 goaltending duo. Hey, you know what? Top 10 goaltending duo doesn't say a lot, okay? That's... That's like one-third of the league. I'll say this, and I mean this. Top seven. Yes, top seven goaltending duo. The Canucks have them. Their compete level. The way they're playing. Their best players are being their best players. Man, oh man. Are the Canucks good? Yes, they are. According to October. According to October and, and a little bit of November. This city... We've been saying it over the past couple episodes. They deserve to have fun. So have fun. Enjoy this, man. Enjoy this. Enjoy this. Now, let's talk about the bottom six. Adam Goddard. Adam Goddard. Where does he fit on this roster? I remember I remember prior to the year having conversations with, with Trevor, and I talked about how, how Goddard would most likely have to fit in a, in a wing position. Whether that be on the, the third or fourth line. Why, why not have this guy play with the Horvat? Possibly on the second line. On the wing. I think he deserves it too. He's had a he's had an interesting year. What? Three points in five games. I would say. I would say he's been noticeable in the four games he's played. Four of the five games he played. I think one game he kind of looked invisible, but the whole team was bad that night. It was against Philadelphia, I believe. 
I believe. Adam Gaudet is deserving of this opportunity. And according to the highlight package, remember, <laughs> I didn't watch the fucking game last night, okay? I didn't watch it. If you're listening to this, you're probably not going to learn anything new. In fact, you might, you might learn less. You might feel a bit dumber. But I appreciate you listening to this, okay? Adam Gaudet, according to the highlights, I saw, him, I saw him on the ice with Horvat. Was that a thing last night? Was he bouncing around? Third and second line? I need to know. I think he'll look good there. He's young, cost-friendly, team prospect, hustler. I think he I think he fits the makeup of this roster. And he he knows too. You got you got Berchi waiting to come in. And in two games, Godet back-to-back games of goals. You got to respect that, man. You got to respect that. Now here's uh, Thomas Drance. On rink wide with uh, Andrew Wadden and JD Burke, TSN 1040. They talked about, you know, the bottom six. Because the Canucks have a, a ton of forwards down there. And it's hard for players like Gaudet to get to get consistent looks. Because Travis Green seems to be the guy. You know, you get you, you play one ba- bad game, you're out. You're out. Your opportunity is gone. And that sucks. Because sometimes in life, when you're doing your job, you have bad days. Okay. And when you're on this roster with so many bottom six forwards, you can't afford bad days, okay? So this is, uh, this is Thomas Drance, and again, Andrew Wadden, J.D. Burke, Rink Ride, TSN, 1040, talking about that bottom six. Uh, they bring up a couple good points here. Rink Wide on TSN 1040, joined by Thomas Drance of the Athletic Vancouver. What do you see as the likelihood of a trade perhaps alleviating that, that situation in the middle six where you've just got a logjam of bodies that's only going to be made worse by the addition of Antoine Roussel when he comes off of LTIR himself? I mean, I keep looking at this lineup, and it's, it's nothing personal. I'm not trying to take shots at his credibility as a two-way player, but I just don't know how Brandon Sutter fits with the long-term picture of this team team not just for this year but beyond because you've got Bo Horvat and Elias Pettersson locked into your two center spots where is Adam Gaudet going to emerge if not in that third line center hole and he's there he's that obstacle and I think that that's something that the Canucks have been trying to countenance through the earlier parts of this season and as long as he's here there's going to be that conflict where do you land on the possibility of a trade whether it's Sutter or perhaps someone else clearing up the log jam that's developing in the Canucks middle six well, I'd be stunned by a Brandon Sutter trade. I, I mean, I, I would think that's extraordinarily unlikely. You know, Sutter's been playing really well, right? He's got a really high even strength points rate. Uh, it's driven by percentages mostly, but his personal shot rate is high. He's been healthy. Uh, you know, he's been playing well. They've changed how he's been deployed and, and not um, insubstantially. Like, he's had a significant change. In terms of how he's deployed, Horvat and Beagle are really sort of the 1A and, and 1B matchup options for Travis Green so far this season, especially pronounced on the road. And, you know, the Beagle line had an excellent game against the Ryan Getzlaff line in Anaheim on Friday night. Uh, you know, it's sort of continuing a trend of strong play from that group. And, you know, as a result, when you look at, you know, most of the time on ice based uh, competition sort of metrics, Brandon Sutter is actually facing the easiest sort of sledding of any Canuck center, and it's worked. I mean, yo, man, they barely talked about the who got that clip from me, man. Come on, man. 
someone's getting fired, man. They barely talked about the bottom six in general. Okay, who, who did that? You're fired. But they did talk about Brandon Sutter. Once again, shout out to Rinkwide. Catch them every Saturday. Plug, plug. Yo, I fuck with J.D. Burke, man. I don't get why. I don't get why he gets a lot of hate on Twitter. I think he's one of the more... Is this going to be a slurp fest? Maybe, okay? He, he is one of the more, more talented broadcasters, journalists in this city. And I say that because he's probably the most unique. He's straight to the point. He speaks... He speaks his mind. He has no fear. I don't agree with everything he says. Maybe I agree agree with like 20% of the things he says. But I fuck with it, man. He ain't scared. You got to have thick skin, especially in this market. And that dude, thick skin Burke, he's got it. He's got it. Now in that clip, uh, we were supposed to get some clarification on what's going to be happening with the bottom six. Uh, they kind of just focused on, on Brandon Sutter. And uh, to a point... Yes, he's a big part of that bottom six, and he's a big part of why it's so hard to see where Adam Gaudet fits on this roster. Basically because he's playing a lot better than anyone, anyone would have thought. The Canucks, man, the Canucks, they have options. They have options. Hey, man, we've said it before too, man. I've been, I've been very pessimistic about a Jim Benning Canuck team for years. And to a, to a point, I still am. It's early. But I can't fuck with you. I can't lie. I got to be honest. I have to be honest. They're playing good. They're showing signs of being a good team. Heck. Heck, heck, heck. They are a good team. If they're, if they're bought in into the Travis Green system and they're getting results and they also have great goaltending, and on top of also having great goaltending, they have Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes. Superstars. Elite players. Yes, the Canucks are good. The Canucks are good. Now, looking at this other tweet, damn, I bookmarked this. Uh, who is this by? Canucks. Canucks ass. Okay, she, she's, uh, she's a funny follow. Good for any Canuck fan. Part of, the, part of the Canuck Twitter experience. They gotta follow her. That's Canucks ass. So C A N U C K S A Z. All right. She uh she retweeted something from moneypuck.com. And I don't know what the fuck this is. What is this? It looks like a damn wheel. I'm telling you, some of these fancy fancy stat charts, they're confusing. Confusing. Can't you just word can't you just use words like good, bad, horrible, great? Jeez Louise, I'm looking at this chart and and, and supposedly. It is saying that the Canucks have the best chance to win the Stanley Cup. Holy shit, dude. Holy crap. Shit's, shit's going nuts in the city of Vancouver right now, man. People are just loving life, okay? Oh, man, it's Sunday. I got to get the hell out of here. I didn't even watch the game. How can I do this show? I think we did a decent job. Once again, get the Nux Misconduct Network. Okay, get the Nux Misconduct Network. You get three shows with one swipe, one tap. November, going to be a fun month for the network. A lot of work to do. In October, we had 40 episodes come out under this network. And we're going to do it again. And, and honestly, we're going to have to show our face more, man. Me and Trevor and I are going to have to. We're going to have to look handsome. 
We're going to have to bring it. And we will bring it, okay? We will bring it. Once again, it's Sunday. Enjoy the sun. Vancouver, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. My name's Kyle Bowen. This was Sippin' on a 40. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we fucking appreciate it. Peace! Woo! Go Packers, go, baby!